If you're just being secular and like, I want a tree and some Santa Claus and, and good some for Michael you. Buble. Yes. It's, that's coming up. Happy so holidays. So this is our holiday episode. And we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, just like our family traditions. Like some of our favorite adaptations of famous Christmas stories. You know, just how holidays have changed for us over the years. So let's start with some family traditions that maybe aren't. In every family. So in my family, um, growing up, we would always, on Christmas Eve, go to a candlelight service. Yes. And I think that's pretty, pretty yeah. normal. Yeah, me too. Um, and uh, my sister would always, like, play with the wax from her candle. And then afterwards, we would go drive around and look at Christmas lights, listening to yeah. Bing Crosby. Because um, my dad only listens, like, he has very short lists of acceptable holiday media, and Bing oh Crosby's on that short list. That's so funny. Yeah, so um, we would do that, and then when I was little, um, my dad would read out of his like blue covered Bible, like blue with blue leather Bible. Yeah, he would read like the Christmas story, but that was mostly when I was really little. Yeah. What about you? What do you guys do, or what did you um, do? Well, there's like some of the basic stuff, which is again, sometimes we go to a church service, sometimes we don't. Um, but before we go to bed, we always read the night before Christmas because that's pretty, Aww. you know, it's pretty, and we drive around Christmas lights too. Maybe not exactly on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. but definitely around the season. One thing that's not as normal in all families is that my mom makes a Christmas lasagna and we're not even Italian. Christmas lasagna sounds amazing. Yeah. Christmas lasagna. And she makes it only once a year. This is the only time she makes it. And she gets, like, the good stuff. So it's, like, a $100 lasagna. That's amazing. I mean, to be fair, it's $100 for, like, four big <laughs> pans of lasagna. So it's oh not, my God. I guess, terribly bad. But, yeah, and that's what we do Christmas Eve. We get out the good china and we have Christmas oh. lasagna. 
we usually would just, you know, sit in the same room together, you know, even before we do the night before Christmas, just kind of like existing, looking at the tree, having a time. When I was younger, like, um, I don't know, my mom would have us help decorate a cake because it was Jesus' birthday. So we got <laughs> to decorate a cake. Jesus. It was really cute. And then my sister Sarah and I started our own tradition, uh, starting when we were <laughs> alarmingly young. Of waking up at like seven in the morning and watching Yule Log until we were allowed <laughs> to wake our parents up because our parents were like, I don't oh, care, it's yeah. Christmas, we gonna sleep. For real. It was like if we had, the rule was you can wake us up, but only after I think eight or nine and only if you make us coffee and bring us coffee. That's funny. My sister and I would also always wake up before. And so we were allowed to do our stockings by ourselves, but Aww. the presents had to wait. Did you watch Yule Log? We did other times, because <laughs> the, the main TV is my parents' bedroom, so you could see how that would, uh... Yeah. <laughs> did you know there's a Yule Log on Netflix? No. Yes. But I'm ready now. I'm so ready. So now we're gonna... This is a non-segue, but one of my dad's favorite Christmas stories is A Christmas Carol. Um, it's his actually favorite Dickens, which is funny. I mean, because there's so many Charles Dickens out there for you to enjoy. Personally, my favorite is probably, probably that. Probably, probably. Probably, probably. Probably, probably. Probably that. And then Great Expectations. And then Oliver Twist. Important question. Did you ever watch the uh, 101 Dalmatians Christmas movie that was a take on a Christmas Carol? No. Oh my god. We watched it all the time. It's great. I remember it fondly. It might not be great. There are lots of adaptations of uh, Christmas Carol, and that's uh, our next topic. It's certainly one of them. <laughs> Corella de Vila Scrooge and all the ghosts are no puppies. Way. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I feel like it's coming back to me now. It's honestly magical. I watched magical. a dog version of Christmas Carol, and I can't. It might be. It might. It very well might be. It also might be all dogs go to heaven, and I can't. <laughs> I don't know. Is like, that my cr- mind... Christmas is like, time movie? I, I don't, don't remember. Well, no, not the movie, but, like, it oh, could be, like, oh, a oh. special thereof. But, um, are you ready, listeners, for me to give you my top five A Christmas Carol adaptations? Oh, my God. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Do you want me to start with number one or number five? Uh, let's go from five to one. I want the suspense to build. Okay, well, you should do something while I write it down, because okay. I can go <laughs> from one to five, but not the other way around. That's okay. I will t- talk about my favorite Christmas movies. Yes, I, do. My favorite... So, like I said, my dad is really picky about his Christmas content. My mom loves, like, Rudolph and all those things. Yeah. My dad pretty much only likes the um, classic Grinch movie. Which I love. It's good. It's so good. And the songs in it are so good. And my dad can sing the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch perfectly. Yes. To the point that um, the little kids that he used to teach, he once sang it for them. And they were like, oh, you're the guy from the movie? <laughs> Isn't really that, cute. I feel like that's um, Thurl Ravenscroft, the voice of Tony the Tiger. I think you're right. He was also in the Swingle Singers, which they do a song in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's not important. But you know <laughs> but it. I do. I know... My knowledge is so niche and not important. <laughs> but it's boundless, and that helps. I'm going to do, you know, we're going to do my top three okay. instead of my top five, because I wrote my top five down somewhere else. That's fine. I That's can't okay. remember the uh, the bottom two. I mean, I say bottom as if, like, there aren't a million adaptations and they got to be in the top five. I know one of them was the, like, original one from, like, the 30s. And it's not the original, because the first, like, adaptation was, like, 1906. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's not the original, but it's... You know, 
commonly referred to as the original. The, the one that popularized the yeah. retelling, perhaps. So, number three. Do you want to guess? 101 Dalmatians Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, cute. Where uh, Gonzo plays Charles Dickens and Michael Caine plays Scrooge. You sounded exactly like him. Good job. Michael Caine. Michael Caine, it's an honor to have you here in the studio. Oh, yeah, I came all the way. Getting a little Australian, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Michael Caine goes down (laughs) under. So when we look and do it, I'm like, oh my god, we're getting off topic. So after Muppets Christmas Carol, you know, number, number two. two is <laughs> it's a very good drum roll. I was a drummer in elementary school. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Excellent. Tell Y'all me about heard it. Of it. I've heard of Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Well, Mr. Magoo, the TV show, is fine. It's okay. It's <laughs> it's. Fine. <laughs> I don't hate it, but it's not anything like a super special. But the mm, but the Christmas Carol the is Christmas Carol is just so. Just, what mm, makes what? it so special? Part of it's the songs, the vibe, the atmosphere. And if you say vibe and atmosphere are the same thing, you're incorrect. Agreed. <laughs> the songs, the vibe, the atmosphere, just the heartfeltness. You mm. know, so many Christmas Carol adaptations just feel like. It's, all right, it's our, it, we're a property, it's our turn to right. do one. Your ghost of Christmas past, I guess. But, yeah. like, Mr. Magoo's, this is so weird to say, Mr. Magoo just feels so, like, genuine and so just like, mmm, yeah. I wonder if that's the first time that that sentence has been uttered. Mr. I Magoo re- feels I re- genuine. I remembered my, <gasps> yes, my fourth one. What was your fourth one? Mickey's A Christmas Carol. I is remember. Is it animated or is yeah, it like? Yeah, it's an animated short with Mickey. Cute. If you think I mean Disney's A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey, you're wrong because that movie isn't good. <laughs> There's just so much uncanny value. I'm sorry if you liked the, it because you're just wrong it and isn't the truth hurts. Good. I've seen so far zero of these, but I That's have fine. seen the Hundred One Dalmatians one like four hundred <laughs> times. I'm I'm sure you haven't seen this first one because no one has. What is it? It's Scrooge. 1970, Ooh. starring Albert Finney as Scrooge, and you know Albert Finney as Daddy Warbucks from the 70s. I do Annie. know him. He's also the lawyer from Aaron Brockovich, not Julia Roberts, obviously, because she's also the okay, lawyer now from Aaron. I'm a legal aid. Aaron Brockovich <laughs> is my name. That's what I know of that movie. What? The what lonely. Is that? <laughs> the Lonely Island has a song they do with Michael Bolton, and the joke of it what? is that yeah, they're like we're in the club, we're being so cool in the club, and he's like. I, he watched the a movie the night before, and it keeps influencing me. He's like, this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, I, great. I heard that part. Yeah, at the end, he, they're like, <laughs> they're like, we need to cool it down, Michael Bolton. He goes, Roger that, let me try with another film. And he does like four different movies. It's great. Oh, my God. So anyway. Well, I'm glad that's what you know about Eric Brockman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Better anyway, than nothing, I guess. 1970. It's great. If you thought I was just gushy about Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol, you haven't seen me gush about <laughs> Scrooge 1970. I just, ugh. What is it about that movie that really gets you? Sentimentality, production values, songs, performances, casting, pacing, direction. That is so many things. Yeah. Man, you know what else is good? White Christmas. I love Bing Crosby, oh. even though he beat his wife. <laughs> 
He's still like the <laughs> face of Christmas to me. Well, he beat but... his first wife, but not his second wife. Well, at least he's still. He's kind of like John Lennon, like that, I guess. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is good? Die Hard. This is not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. You and me need to engage in combat. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Gremlins isn't a Christmas movie. There's movies that happen to take place at Christmas. That doesn't make them Christmas movies. Is Mean Girls a Christmas movie? It's no. not a Christmas movie at all. It's There's a Christmas scene. Iconic. Iconic though it may movie. be, it does not make it a Christmas movie. You're right. Exactly. If you want an Alan Rickman... Christmas movie. You know I do. You know it's Love Actually. Have you seen Love Actually? Guess what? I have not. Guess what? I know what we're doing after this <laughs> wraps. <laughs> okay, hold on. What's your favorite adaptation of uh, A Christmas Carol? Oh, geez. Um, have you read the original book? I have not. It's good. I'm familiar with the story. I'm going to be everyone honest. everyone in America is. Right. I'm going to be totally honest. I have seen the Dalmatian one more than any other and possibly exclusively. Like, surely I've seen some other adaptation, but they might have been like Christmas episodes of things. I don't know, man. I, You look like you're about to explode. I'm sorry. (laughs) Geek in Me is both parts excited and... Horrified. Not horrified. Amazed that I just... Uh, have you seen the stop motion animation Christmas uh, movies like Rudolph? Yeah, I've seen those. Have you seen Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Yeah, I hate that movie. <gasps> I hate it so much. <gasps> You're not confusing like, it with a year without a year without a year. <laughs> is it the one where the guy has the song about putting one foot in front of the other? One foot yeah, in no, front F that movie. of the other. Absolutely not. Soon you'll be walking out the door. How do you not like that movie? That has Keenan Wynn in it. I don't know who that is. Keenan Wynn is related to Edwin, who voiced the Mad Hatter. And Keenan Wynn's also related to Jessica Keenan Wynn. She's a, like, descendant relative. Who plays Heather Chandler in the Broadway version of Heather's. The Wynn's are, uh... The Wynn's are, like, the only... Heather Chandler... Hold on. Okay, no. We're formulating our thoughts. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Okay. Jessica Keenan Wynn, who plays Heather Chandler in Heather's the Musical, is, like, one of three fifth-generation acting families. I think it's the Barrymores, the um, Baldwins, and the Wins. I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you for enlightening me. No problem. I mean, it's useless information, it's, but... <laughs> it's a fun fact. It really is. When I found out, because I like Keenan Wynn... Because he's also in a great race with Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon and Natalie Wood. I like Keenan Wynn, and I like Heathers. And so once I was, like, looking up, like, these actors in Heathers the musical, which, yes, of course, I've seen Heathers the original movie, too. Don't get on me on that. I saw that her name was Jessica Keenan Wynn. I'm like, hmm, their parents must have been just big fans. And then I look it up, and like, oh, my That's God, great. they're related. That's it. Did you know that uh, Summer from Rick and Morty is Kelsey Grammer's daughter? No. Yeah, Spencer Grammer. Also, um, let me think. Oh, shoot. Connecting back to being Crosby, his daughter, Denise Crosby, was on Star Trek The Next Generation. As whom? Uh, I can't remember her name. Flip. The one who dies Ah, and is really, yeah. Tasha Yar. That's her. (gasps) Yes. What? Yes. What? 
That's Bing Crosby's little baby. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Lily, and the whole reason sister. she died is because um, they put her on the show and she kind of wanted to have like a role. And she was like, I'm not staying on the ship doing nothing. Well, I quit. Of her, we have Worf. So. Yeah, Worf, who I who love. connects and to Santa Claus 3, the escape clause, because he plays Mr. Sandman. I, didn't, I guess I should watch that movie. I love Worf. But well, Yar had her own, like, whole redemption arc, so. Yeah, I know. Can't be mad. My sister had the biggest crush on Tasha Yar. That and Seven of Nine. I have and been Jane told White. that I will love I guess, Seven of Nine. I guess Lily really just likes Strong sci-fi Star women. Trek women. How does she feel about Sigourney Weaver as a sci-fi goddess? Is Ghostbusters a Christmas movie? No. Is it even set near Christmas? Am I an idiot? I think maybe thinking... I haven't seen the original Ghostbusters in an age, in a time, in a century, in an eon. It has a Christmas vibe to me. Don't at me about this. I'm probably maybe in like the second one. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I just like feel like Bill Murray belongs in holiday movies. Maybe you think that scary big puffy white. Maybe I was thinking Snowman. Hillsbury Doughboy and with like Christmas croissants. God, I have no idea. Sorry, we're getting so off track here, but you know what this is? Say it with me, Rebecca. A conversation. A conversation. So, now that we've gone a lot on a Christmas carol, let's talk about holiday songs. We were already, we were already talking about Bing Crosby, so what's it? Yes. A, as you can tell, we like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, because we already did it. And as you can tell, we like C. Vivant, because we already did it. But what are some other ones that you like? Oh, Holy Night is one of my favorites because, um, I mean, it's a beautiful song. Like, it's just the composition of it is lovely. And also, like, because it is difficult to sing and because I can sing it and I have an ego and I'm just like, look at me go, TBH. I have an ego, look at me go. That's fun. Anyway, having (laughs) pride is different than being egotistical. That's fair. That song was ruined for me by my sister. Oh, Lily. Because she showed me the... (laughs) Lily, because she showed me the Cartman video oh, from yikes. South Park with the, like, taser or cow prod or whatever. Freaking that sounds love. horrifying. Yeah, no, don't watch it. It's just, it's, it's fine. But I love that song. I love, um, obviously, all of, like, Bing Crosby's Christmas jams. Michael yeah. Bublé, like, so. Bing Crosby, the Bubble? Yes. Bing Crosby's the king of Christmas, and then Michael Bublé is, like, the prince of Christmas, I feel like. And then all I want for Christmas is you as a bop. I'm going to overthrow this monarchy. Please do. You can be I the queen will. for Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't like Mariah Carey as a human. I respect her as a vocalist. All I want for Christmas is you is a bop. I'll give her that. That's true. I have a lot of favorite Christmas songs. I really like Blue Christmas. That's a great one. Because I'm sad. Mood. <laughs> I love Sleigh Ride because what a bop. I love It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, the Pentatonix version, Fight Me on It. And I love Oh, the Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. Oh, like, oh, that one? roasting on an open fire. You have to understand I was raised... It's also sad. I was raised by the actual Grinch, so, you know, my Christmas spirit is very small, but I understand and respect you. As far as carols go, would you call What Child Is This a carol? I would say so. Yeah. I like that for Sherzies, for Sherzy Wurzies. I like carols when I hear them, but mm. I like We Three Kings. 
for Shirzies. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Also a good one. Ooh, Oh Come, O Come, Emmanuel. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful I song. I love songs in minor keys, so all Me those, too. like, sad Christmas songs are not necessarily sad, like Blue Christmas, more like a little melancholy. Like keys somber, are just kind of. Somber. That's a good word for it. Those are the ones I like. I'm into, like, the somber, like, weirdly enough, like, the really hymn type of Christmas movies, like, yeah. or music, yeah. I mean. I'm not so much into, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, I'm good. But, yeah. like, somber hymns is very my jam. The Japanese translation of Rudolph is really funny, because it ends with, and Rudolph was useful. Oh! Like, all right. Bless his heart. I wish I was Rudolph. Same. So, man, we could have a whole episode on Christmas songs. We need to... Moving right along. So, how has your holiday world and experience changed... From being a child to being an adult? Well, um, obviously now I live on my own, so it's a little, I'm inherently it's a little different. I can't wake yeah. up early in the morning to watch Yule Log with my sister, but. We're like, Mom, Dad, wake up. Yeah, exactly. We made you coffee. So um, last year I actually did get to sort of have that Christmas because I was staying with my parents over Christmas, Aww. so it was really sweet. Um, do you think you're going to do that this year? Or? Uh, I guess I could. I haven't really thought about it. Uh, I've you know, decorated my apartment. I haven't put up a tree because my cats will destroy it. But Ah, cats. Yeah, I'm trying to... I honestly, when I was young... Uh, so, <laughs> this is going to sound like a tangent, but no, it's related. I'm ready. So, the year that 9-11 happened, I was yeah. six, turning seven. And we grew up, um, obviously, sort of like in the church. And a lot of people sincerely believed the world was ending. And they mm-hmm. talked about it a lot. And... um. It was a nationally, tra- internationally traumatic event. But especially and, um, in the U.S. Yeah, and at the age of, like, six or so, I was already dealing with some uh, other traumas. And so all of that with this, like, fear of impending doom. And yeah. then uh, a lot of the Christmas decorations and music and stuff is very religious. And so yeah. it was like I couldn't escape these reminders of the apocalypse. Yeah. So I kind of had a lot of holiday trauma for a long time. Wow. And um, this year is the first year that I'm really trying to, like, enjoy Christmas. I've been yeah. a solid Grinch for over a decade. I'm trying yourself, to get though. there. I'm trying to, I'm seeing the good things that I like. And then, yeah, yeah sometimes I encounter stuff and I'm like, I'm still not there and that's yeah. okay. But, yeah. you know, I made myself a little wreath for my door and stuff. So yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. I about loved, you? I loved Christmas when I was little. Um, I mean, it's just like everything they say in the songs about the time of year, just like feeling warm and just like and I love the lights everywhere. Mm, they're and I so love, pretty. I was a sucker for the Rankin Bass stop motions. Rankin Bass are the directors for okay. the stop motions. They also directed. Did you watch the one with like the California Raisins and stuff? That was like a medley. No. Man, we watched that all the time. <laughs> we had we had weird Christmas movies that my grandma taped on her like VHS and like mailed to us, I mean, and they listen, had like the we Coke had Mr. Ads. Magoo, and so that's, that's also fair. pretty niche. But yeah, you know what we just watched? I really just loved the media. Mostly because, you know, I just, I don't know, I can't put my finger on it, and I think that's part of the appeal. Hmm, I like that. But these past few Christmases have been really hard for, like, depression. Yeah. And so I kind of, like, force myself to like it. And so my sister's like, oh, you love Christmas so much. Like, I'm just trying to get into the I get spirit that. to feel what I felt when I was younger. Mm. And so, like, I have tr- tried so hard 
these past couple of years and honestly me forcing it made it worse because then I kind of then you're like I'm not it's like summer vacation you're like I'm not having enough fun right now yeah and so then you're not having any fun because you make yourself have fun yeah and it's I really am trying to go with the flow this Christmas good and I'm also out of I'm like I'm in less of a funk than I have been the past couple years like I'm good coming out of like a dark place and like there's still again gonna be sadness Mm -hmm. and like Mental health stuff just, like, doesn't vanish because you're doing better. Yeah. It does not care that there's snow outside. No. Um, did you grow up believing in Santa? Oh, yeah. I held on till uh, middle school. I held heart. on till the beginning of high school. See what? I held, I held on. I, like, forced myself. That's so cute. You know what? It's kind of like a... There's a song from A Year Without a Santa Claus... And the lyrics go, I believe in Santa Claus, like I believe in love. I believe in Santa Claus, I know he's real. It's like, it's kind of like a, like a sentiment thing where it's like, you know what, he doesn't have to be. I'm, I'm of the sentiments where it doesn't have to be a physical, yeah, quote unquote, jolly real. red man yeah. in a suit. It can be a feeling like love. I felt the same way. So we, my parents felt like it was dishonest, um, and so they didn't want to raise us believing in Santa. So, My parents still haven't told me the truth. That's so cute. I, um, but I really wanted to believe in Santa. Like, I wanted to play, like, the Santa game, because yeah. I was a creative little kid, um, and my parents just weren't into it, so I watched the Santa Claus, and I loved that, yeah. and I was, like, I remember, like, praying to Santa, being like, I believe in I you, did that too! I did that too! I did that too! Oh my freaking goodness, I did that, I did that, that too! I another! Oh my yeah. god, in, like, first or second grade, I was, like... <laughs> Santa follower. Santa follower. I was like, okay. Like, I remember being, like, irritated in class and being like, no, I can't, like, go off about this because Santa will see me. Oh, that's great. And my mom's lactose intolerant, so I think she's the one who's drinking the milk and cookies. And so that scene in the Santa Claus where, like, oh, yeah, Santa's lactose intolerant. My parents used that explanation for me, so we had to do... It's a thing. That's great. Yeah, so, like... My parents said, those who don't believe don't receive. So if I wanted a gift from Santa, I... Best believe in Santa. I best be believing. But I like the idea of it, you know? I I, love the idea of Santa. Like, I read this article, I don't know, a couple years ago about the men who choose to play Santa every Christmas. And it made me cry. Just, like, this selfless desire to be like, I will listen to this child and make them feel heard and loved. Like, it's beautiful. Just what a nice, like, figure, you know? And it can be secular. I mean, I guess, like, it's based off of St. Nicholas. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Claus is, like, the abbreviation for Nicholas. Mm-hmm. And so Santa obviously means saint. But I didn't I didn't connect in my little brain that Claus was Nicholas. So that's where that Santa is cool. Claus. Yeah. Like Klaus. Klaus. Sweet. Yeah. Isn't that... I love the history of things. I was, like, going into the history of, like, St. Nick and Santa... Also, if you want a good Santa across different cultures, please read um, David Sedaris's holiday book. Six to eight black... Oh, that's just the... That's a snippet. The one Six to eight articles. Articles. Is it Six Holidays on Ice? I don't know if it's in Holidays on Ice, but he does have Holidays on Ice. Doesn't he have another Christmas book, too? Yeah, there's a snippet with Six to Eight Black Men. We're gonna give you the crux of the thing. Yeah, it sounds pretty sketchy the way we're saying it. That's <laughs> the title of the article, and it's yeah, relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's um Santa. What country was it? Uh, I think it's the Dutch Santa story. Yeah, I think it's in the Dutch Santa story. Or, you know, somewhere northern Europe. Um. Instead of elves, Santa originally had slaves. Um, but along the way, the Dutch were like, maybe this is not a good idea. And so overnight, they went from slaves to good friends. Good friends. But there's still six to eight black men. And not six, not seven, not eight. Six to six eight every to time. Six to eight. That's what they will always say. And, it's, and David just goes in. It's so good. It's a great little And he's essay. like... I think the Dutch are like, or whoever it is, are like, oh, yeah, he lives most of the year in Spain. And David Sedaris oh, yeah. is like, Santa does not eat tapas. <laughs> and he does a little, like, yeah. David Sedaris is a gem. Um, I, I know you're him. listening to us right now, but, like, after you're done, stop, go listen to him. Yeah, I highly recommend everything he's ever done, basically. Love me some David Sedaris. That's so off topic. It's fine. It's, it's a conversation. He was a Macy's elf. It all he, ties back it to Christmas. It all ties back to Christmas or the holiday season. Or the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. I can, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening, um, sorry, number one. If this is your first time listening, I can tie anything into the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. But that's just a marker. I can tie basically anything into anything as long as I know the property. Like, it used to be Shrek that I did it to. And, like, it's it's a whatever. It's a gift. It's a it's, very specific superpower. <laughs> it's just a connection game. You just gotta know enough actors and enough properties and enough adaptations. So, Surprisingly, having seen all <laughs> movies and me having seen ten movies, Anna's a lot better at this than I am. It's funny how that happens. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> We're a little over time, but it's the holiday season. We're giving you an extra time as a gift. We're going to wrap this up. Was What is the favorite gift you've given to someone? So, not a Christmas gift. Mine's but not either, so good. it's fine. <laughs> so, my sister's birthday um, was uh, about a month ago, and I commissioned for her a, a picture of... Um, so she has a turtle that she got when she was 10, and he's, like, her pride mm-hmm. and joy. She ranks him above everything else in the world. Aww. And then she was also really close to uh, the cat that we got when we were little. Weren't um, they friends? Yeah, and Bach and Kova were best friends, and they would cuddle. Aww. And so I commissioned a picture of them cuddling, and they're, like, looking in each other's eyes, and, like, the little highlights in their eyes are hearts. <gasps> and when I gave it to her, she was, like, speechless and just, like, gave me a big hug and was, like, teared oh up God. and it was just so special to like give her something because it was really hard for her when Kova died and that's um, the cat yeah oh. she's named uh Tereshkova after the first woman in space yes and then Bach is named after we stand after Bach the composer that's my dad's favorite composer oh we, my God. we stand a Bach fan yes <laughs> uh and so the other thing that she's kind of so Kova died and then they got a new cat Pixel but Pixel Pixel's and Bach a great name. yeah she's a cutie too but she and Bach aren't they don't vibe the way that yeah. Bach and Kova did. And so, I don't know, it was really special. What was yeah. your gift? My gift was for my mom's birthday, I think, two years ago, because her birthday's coming up. Um, it's December 14th. Say happy birthday, Diane. Happy birthday, Diane. Um, I got her. This requires a little bit of backstory. Okay. My mom sang me two lullabies to go to sleep when I was growing up. And it was always in order. It was You're My Sunshine and The Teddy Bear's Picnic. Aw. Yeah. Um, and so I decided, I love doing presents on themes. I love that. And so I decided to get her just like a sunshine themed, like a you are my sunshine themed Aww. birthday thing. So I got her 
Um, a little You Are My Sunshine mug with the words on it, and it has a sun on it. You Are My Sunshine. Cute. I got her a You Are My Sunshine pillow. Obviously has the words on it, and it's yellow. I got her, like, a couple of other things, and I can't, like, remember, like, exactly. But I remember I did get her a space heater because she's always cold. Uh, and so it was, like, the sun. The warmth of the sun. I yeah. love that. So it was, like, a really, like, sentimental thing for me because, obviously, it was, like, my lullaby growing up, and so it's important to both of us. And so I'm... Because, like, I was glad that I could give her stuff, like, for comfort, like a pillow and a mug yeah. and a space heater. And so that's my favorite gift I've given. I love that. That's a yeah. wonderful gift. I hope so. I tried, like, super hard in it. And, like, I went, I couldn't find that freaking pillow anywhere. I would have settled for a sun plushie. That would be so cute. I want But I couldn't sun. find a sun plushie either. I'm going to make myself a sun plushie. That's my new dream. Yeah. But finally, I had gone to all the places in the mall where I thought to look and, like, Target. Finally, I walk around, like, Kmart, like, as a last, like, stitch effort. And there it was. Oh, my God. It was waiting for you. It was waiting for me. That's perfect. Yeah. That's it. We're over on time. Happy holidays, everyone. I know they can be stressful. And I know whether you are with or without family, both have their unique difficulties. Well said. <laughs> Either you're, it's, you, there's whichever one you are. to be struggling. And there's a lot of reasons to be happy. And I hope you find the true. happy. Exactly. So I hope you have a very safe, stress-free, pressure-free, fun holiday season. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Joyful Kwanzaa. Yes. Goodbye. We love you. Love you.